I'm joined now by RNZ Business Editor Giles Beckford. Open banking's got the green light and a start date. Kira to you, Charlotte. Yes, uh, its supporters say it's the best thing since sliced bread. Well, electronic payments anyway. It will arrive in the country by the middle of next year. Payments NZ, which is the organisation supervising New Zealand's payment system, has set the timetable for the four main banks, ANZ, BNZ, ASB and Westpac, to be ready to implement it starting from May next year. Open banking allows the sharing of customer data between financial institutions. It does require government action to bring in the necessary data protection rules, which is happening separately. Payments NZ Chief Executive Steve Wiggins explains how it might work for consumers. What it means for consumers is that they'll have greater choice in terms of uh, who who they um, who they get their service from. So what's happened in other jurisdictions, you have the banks partner with uh, third-party fintechs to deliver a broader range of services and also payment options to consumers. So that could be things like a budgeting service, um, uh, product comparisons, those sort of things. Or I might um, instruct my uh, payments provider, uh, who's a third party, to make a payment on my behalf. Well, Steve Wiggins says the government is moving with the necessary regulations, which uh, it signalled last year. He says the plan is for Kiwi Bank to join in 2026, but the TSB, Co-op and Heartland Banks and a handful of financial service companies are working to join in due course. Retirement village and aged care operator Arvida has made a record underlying profit, although the drop in revaluation gains has dented its bottom line. The company's March year profit fell 59% to $82.5 million as valuation gains were halved. Revenue up 10%, but expenses were rising 17%. The underlying profit, uh, leaving up the one-offs, up 20% to $88 million. The company's chief executive, Jeremy Nichols, says it's a solid result, but with rising costs, it's focusing on building premium care suites rather than standard aged care beds. On an overall basis, the cost to deliver aged care is higher than the increases in the funding rates that are being provided. So what you will see is uh, across the sector a continual decrease in the number of aged care beds, so traditional aged beds aged care beds are closing. Jamie Nichols says the industry is also struggling to retain and recruit aged care nurses given current funding levels. Well, the company reporting this morning was trade logistics software company Trade Window. It's reduced its loss while its trading revenue has increased, driven by solid business growth. Full year loss uh, down 10% to $9.8 million. Trading revenue did grow 27% to just under $5 million. The company's been cutting costs, or including re- uh, reducing staff by more than a quarter, in response to what it's called a challenging funding market. Its chief executive, A.J. Smith, says trading revenue growth, which excludes government grants, is pleasing. This is principally the result of strong organic growth as exporters, importers and freight forwarders embrace digital trade and select our solutions. Revenue growth reflected increased sales across all products in line with Q the cornerstone of our global trade platform, which delivered 341% revenue increase. Organic growth was particularly strong in the final quarter of financial year 23. 
Well, the company's forecast uh, trading revenue for the current year to be between 7 and $8 million when its cost-cutting will take effect. A few other smaller companies reporting this morning. The healthcare provider Green Cross Health, which operates the Unichem Life Pharmacy and the Doctors, 89% increase in full year profits, just over $42 million, although that does include a $22 million gain from the sale of its community health division. South Island-based Waste reported a $2 million loss, uh, and the forestry genetics concern, Arbogen, has reported another full-year net loss, $2.5 million US dollars, although revenue was up 18%. Let's catch up and see how financial markets are performing now. I'm joined by Brad Gordon from Hobson Wealth Curity. Brad. Good afternoon, Jess. I'm assuming it's all reasonably quiet, given that the US uh, and UK were on holiday, so not much lead there for locals to follow. No, not a lot, and a very strong day yesterday as well. So the NZX50 growth index is actually just off 15 points this morning um, at 11,921. Um, amongst the majors, well, firstly, Arvida with their result this morning, which did exceed market expectations up $0.04 cents at $1.17. That's a 3.5% gain. Um, just seeing some improvement around the housing sentiment as well. So those, that should help all of those um, retirement sector stocks. Auckland International Airport down $0.01 cent at $8.80. A2 Milk down one cent at $5.76. Contact Energy up one cent at $7.96. Fletcher Building unchanged at $5.18. Fisher & Paykel Healthcare recovering some of its post-result losses up 11 cents at $24.54. Mercury Energy down eight cents at $6.26. Meridian unchanged at $5.44. Main Freight down 30 cents at $68.20. Uh, Ryman Healthcare up 14 cents at $6.28. So that's that retirement village uh, thematic and sparked down $0.03 cents at $5.26. Oh, just an opening for the Aussie market, please, and then the currency. Yes, the Aussie market is just eking out a small gain at the moment, up just one point at 7219 And moving on to foreign exchange, the New Zealand dollar is buying 92.61 Australian cents, 60.53 US cents against the Japanese yen at 84.99, against the Great Britain pound sterling at 0.4898, Against the euro at 0.5649, the New Zealand Trade Weighted Index at 70.3. Which leaves us with interest rates, oil and gold. The three-month bank bill rate at 5.74%, 10-year government bond rate at 4.36%, Brent crude at 76.99 US dollars, and spot gold at 1,942 US dollars. Thank you very much. That's Brad Gordon from Hobson Wealth. A few other items. Uh, SBS Bank uh, is profit. It's fully profit. Fallen 15%. A rise in expenses and bad debts have offset increased income. The Invercargill-based company's annual disclosure statement shows a net profit of $38.2 million for the March year. That compares with just under $45 million the year before. Income was up 4%, but the number of the money set aside for bad debts more than doubled to $12.7 million, and its overheads were up 10%. And another sector has got to the starting line to negotiate a fair pay agreement. Uh, MB has approved uh, hospitality uh, FPA, fair pay agreement, to uh, be negotiated between 160,000 hospitality workers and more than 24,000 employers.